Hello there. My name is Stuart Fernie, and I want to welcome you to my series of reflections on characters and themes in some of my favourite films. I will also present thoughts on a handful of literary works, and there may be the odd vaguely philosophical piece as well. On this occasion, I'll be discussing characters and themes in Roman Polanski's Chinatown, starring Jack Nicholson. I first saw Chinatown in the early 1980s, and I have found it as a film I can revisit frequently and find something new to admire each time. The script by Robert Towne is constantly engaging and brings to the fore the basic humanity of his characters, as well as the complexities of the themes of morality, corruption, greed and, of course, sex. Roman Polanski's direction is little short of perfect, as he slowly embroils Jake Gittis and the audience in the web of intrigue and corruption that lies beneath the surface of the film. We share Jake's point of view as he embarks on what appears to be a relatively normal case of adultery, but is soon plunged into a mystery of far greater scope and depth. In the course of the film, a whole variety of film noir themes are treated, such as morality, corruption, greed and sex, with an example of perhaps the ultimate indulgence in amoral sexual values. Jake Gittes makes his living from investigating others' mistakes or indiscretions. He runs a successful private investigations firm with a couple of well-dressed assistants from a well-appointed and very presentable office. Yet beneath this veneer of respectability is a fairly sleazy and parasitic occupation, dealing with shabby and wretched goings-on in society. Indeed, throughout the film, the reality of these shady goings-on extramarital affairs, deprivation of water to farmers, land sale deals, murder, is hidden beneath a facade of respectability and decorum. Noah Cross, played by John Houston, holds an elevated and highly respected position in society, yet is guilty of the most heinous crimes unknown to the general public. It seems that just about every character has something to hide, with the possible exception of Hollis Mulray, whose honesty and integrity are the very reasons for his death. The suggestion appears to be that principle and truth are regarded as the exception rather than the rule, and will not be tolerated by the network of apparently respectable leaders of the community who will do anything to realise their dreams, and whose continued success is dependent on the tacit collaboration of others in their shady schemes. Yet these crimes, awful though they may be, are not as shocking or wild as we may suppose they will be. The true interest of the film lies principally in the uncovering of the plot through the eyes of the very human and very fallible Jake Gittis and his associates. Though the film is plot-driven, it works because we share Jake's viewpoint and share his problems in understanding what is going on. Jake Gittis is above all human, and has human failings. He is worldly and perhaps disillusioned, but he is not cynical. He still believes in truth and appears to genuinely want to help Hollis Mulray after the revelations concerning him and his affair in the papers. He also tries to dissuade the original Mrs Mulray from initiating the investigation in order to avoid pain for herself and her husband. When paid by the genuine Mrs Mulray, he wishes to continue the investigation because he wants to know the truth and he knows a crime has been committed. He is driven, but certainly not by greed. Yet he is no great hero either. He is aware of his own sleazy background and tries to rise above it by being fairly open and honest about his activities, but, somewhat paradoxically, respecting privacy as well. As he says, he is in business and is simply trying to make ends meet. Human and reasonable, Jake is stunned by Noah Cross's greed and his willingness to accept the inevitability of his own corruption. 
Clearly, Jake disapproves of Cross's actions and schemes. He can't comprehend Cross's lack of scruples and his willingness to take others' lives and all for money which he doesn't need. In a very real sense, this is what the film is all about. Jake's slow unfurling of clues and events to be faced with a situation he cannot fathom, triggered by motives he neither approves of nor can fully comprehend. Men are what they are and must live according to their cut. Noah Cross tries to impose his will on society, while Jake must live in that society, but with his own notions of principle and morality. Jake does not seek to impose his will, but merely to understand what is happening and he wants to be able to help as a result of his understanding. However, it seems the human condition cannot be fully explained or understood. Responsibility for certain actions may be ascertained, but what drives and motivates people cannot be adequately explained. As Noah Cross says, in the right circumstances, man is capable of anything. Jake's is the voice of reason and humanity, failing to make itself heard above the clamour of the vagaries of human nature. Perhaps inevitably, comparison will be made to the 1940s film noir, such as The Maltese Falcon and the Philip Marlowe thrillers, especially with the involvement of John Houston as Noah Cross. There are, however, important differences. In the 40s films, the hero is seemingly omniscient and appears to exercise a degree of control through his understanding, and perhaps even sharing, of the amoral viewpoint, though ultimately he comes down on the side of morality. He manages to affect the outcome of events through clever manipulation of these events and characters. In the case of Jake Gittes, there is a clear lack of understanding and a dogged determination to fight for principle. Indeed, in the end, Jake's intervention may even have brought about dire consequences. We are clearly in the same existential world of the 40s thrillers, in which actions bring about reactions and each character can influence the final outcome. But here, the hero's influence can be negative as well as positive, despite all his good intentions. Chinatown, then, becomes a metaphor for what is unfathomable. A place or state of mind where truth and justice count for little and where vice and greed can gain the upper hand as man follows his instincts and codes of conduct and ethics cannot truly apply. Or even a place where events can occur for no apparent reason or quite by chance. My thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope you found it of some value. Please join me again soon for discussion of more films and books. 